Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Want to welcome you to the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast for you on this Monday, kicking off another week of great DFS talk for you here on Roto-Grinders. I'm Dan Bach, DB730, the old Daily Fantasy alias, and uh, happy to be with you. Um, Obviously, we're a week closer to the NFL season. All the preseason really gets jumping this week as uh, all the teams will be in action. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Make sure you subscribe to the Seth Yates uh, preseason package. That's where you're going to be getting that sort of content here on Roto Grinders. And it's like five bucks a week, I think, or six bucks a week and $20 for the whole preseason. Arguably one of the best deals we offer. I probably, if it was up to me, I probably would have charged twice as much because it's just hard to find and it's really, really quality content for you. And the thing about preseason two is you're going to have a gazillion different slates to play because they start games Thursday, play some on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So uh, definitely a lot of opportunity for you to win some money. I know it, it sounds like a little too degen for some of you to be playing daily fantasy um, preseason football, but just put it this way, 5% of the people who played in the large field GPP, I think it was on DraftKings, rostered David Johnson, who, uh, you know, it was well known that he was not going to play at all. So therefore, you got 5% of the rake already paid for with those uh, dead lineups. So uh, just something to consider that I definitely wanted to pass along. And uh, I certainly wanted to pass along a huge, huge, huge thank you to everybody who reached out with some sort of uh, congratulations or kind words. Uh, if you didn't hear, well, then you're probably not on Twitter because it was filling up my timeline. I almost felt bad because it was probably overboard, um, but I had a really good day on Friday. So good that I ended up winning the Grand Slam on FanDuel and uh, really had my biggest night of daily fantasy in the seven years that I've been playing this game. And uh, it was it was amazing, the outpouring of support, thanks, gratitude, congratulatory messages from people who listen to this show, who have been a part of the community, people who work at other tout sites or whatnot. It, it was really nice. And uh, it was something that obviously you don't have to do, but it, it really, you know, there are times I've said this before on the show where when you do a podcast, certainly by yourself, 
Uh, you never really know how many people are listening or whether people are liking it, how much they're consuming it. Like, you don't really get that feedback. You know, in radio, when you do a radio show and you have good segments, you know, you'll get uh, people calling in, you'll get the tweets, whatnot. You don't really get that with this. So um, every now and then you kind of question, like, am I putting out quality content? Are people listening to what I do? And, uh, you know, every six months or so, things like this, you know, really, really uh, go a long way in terms of being like, yeah, you know what? There are people who enjoy what I do and respect what I do. And that was incredibly gracious of so many of you out there. And, uh, uh, you know, proud day for me as a player. Like I say, uh, I've always approached playing daily fantasy sports as a hobby. And you're probably saying, Dan, that's kind of odd because you talk about it as your, you know, primary job, like it's your income, it's your job. And, and there, there's definitely truth to that. Now, I will say that um, over time, there's been so much more of my, you know, time and resources have gone on towards, you know, management side of things with Roto-Grinder. So, you know, I probably don't do quite the amount of content that I used to, but still, even, you know, a podcast and a radio show every single day, mix in the, 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 the occasional grinders live, I'm still doing a lot of content, but I've always kind of made it um, a, a choice to play this game as a hobbyist would, as, as 95% of the people who listen to this show do. So, you know, rarely do you see me go crazy on entries. You know, I think I had four entries in that Grand Slam tournament. Um, obviously, the Millionaire Maker, every now and then I'll throw in 50 or something along those lines, but I try to play it like most of you, and there's several reasons for it. One of it, I, one of the reasons I'm just not, just not built mentally to to play daily fantasy as my like lone source source of income. Like, do I think I potentially could do it? Sure. Do I have the bankroll to do it now? Probably to give it a good run. Am I going to do that? Not a chance in hell. It's just too much time taken in terms of both content and management here at Roto Grinders. And, and if you want to be at that level, it's hard to have another job. I mean, I look at a guy like STL Cardinals and I wonder how the heck he does it. You know, CPA does a ton of stuff here at Roto Grinders and then still plays at this incredibly high level where he probably could quit his day job, but he doesn't. And uh, I, I'm in awe of a guy like that. But for me, uh, the pressures that would come along with it would really take away from the enjoyment of playing Daily Fantasy. And that's something that I don't want to happen. I don't want the pressure of building lineups day to day to, you know, uh, basically trivialize, you know, the enjoyment that I get out of this game. Because I believe that the majority of people who are listening and playing they play because they enjoy it. They like the experience. That's why so many people who even lose money playing it continue to play it is because it's entertainment to them. It's something that they look at as a nice distraction from, you know, wife, kids, everyday life. And that still applies to me and something that um, I don't really see changing in the foreseeable future. But it was really, really cool, especially to get a little bankroll boost before NFL season's kind of exciting. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, just wanted to say thank you again to all of you who uh, who said something and reached out via Twitter or whatnot. Incredibly nice. 
and hopefully we can keep it rolling. You know, uh, I believe in the DFS hot streaks. So uh, we'll see how this week uh, ends up going. And lo and behold, we've got a millionaire maker in golf this week. Now, $3 million prize pool with a third of it going to one person is not the ideal payout structure, but uh, per usual, I'll probably fire at some uh, some ticket qualifiers and see if I can't uh, get a handful of uh, uh, tickets for that one. But um, So we'll see how, what we can do uh, moving forward here today, but we'll get to the Friday night slate here in just a moment. Uh, I do want to pass along an anecdote because you know this podcast is all about me, my life, and, you know, I used to do a segment called Box Beef, and I haven't done it in a while because I haven't had much to really beef about, but I think we got to call this one um, uh, Parenting 101, um, What Not to Do, or something along those lines, because uh, I... I, <laughs> I uh, I had an experience this weekend where I've got a son, he's eight years old, and, and he's in this musical theater camp, and I thought that, you know, he's really liking it, he's really into it, you know, they're putting on a play in a couple of weeks, and, you know, if, if my kid is interested in something, I want to put forth, you know, that experience for him so he could see what it's really about, and... Uh, I thought, you know, what a better idea than to, like, let him see, like, a musical himself. Because they're doing, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or something uh, here at the end of the week. And, uh, you know, they've been studying parts and whatnot for, like, two and a half weeks now. So, uh, it, it's kind of to showtime. He's never done anything like this. So, um, there's a, a local theater here, and uh, they just happen to be putting on a musical called uh, American Idiot, which of course is based on the music of Green Day. And, you know, I'm a child of the, I guess I would say a child of the 90s. You know, I kind of graduated high school in the late 90s. Uh, but I guess you could say that, child of the 90s. And obviously a big kind of Green Day fan. So I was like, you know, this is good. You know, this my son can experience theater and I can enjoy some Green Day. And it's all, it's all fabulous. So um, I didn't really you know, do much diligence about this play ahead of time, except that, you know, I knew it was on Broadway. I know that, you know, it had some critical acclaim to it. And I know it, it had Green Day. But that's really all I knew. Well, it turns out it was a little bit uh, maybe risque for an eight-year-old. Uh, like, I'd say set the over-under at F-bombs at about 30. Um, I would say the drug references at about 10. And... Uh, and yeah, it had like suicide in it. it. It was, it was not one of my finer choices. One of my finer parenting moments when I started watching this and said to myself, "Oh my God, what did I do?" Now, I don't know how much of that he got because it's hard to know like what an eight-year-old really knows and doesn't know. Like, does my son really know that, you know, the F word is a bad word? Like, I think he does, but I don't know. It's been a long time since I was eight. Um, but I will say there was one moment in time where, like, the drug dealer uh, ends up giving the guy, like, a bag, a little baggie, which clearly had, like, heroin in it and needles and whatnot. And my son looks over to me and he said, Dad, what did he give him? And I looked at him and I just said, bad stuff. <laughs> bad stuff. <laughs> That's all I said bad stuff. So um, all in all, uh, don't take your eight-year-old to American Idiot. That's what the goal of this little anecdote is. You know, learn from my mistakes. And it's funny too, because 
new parents always ask me because for whatever reason I've become like the DFS dad here and uh, new parents or expecting parents always look at me and they say Dan you know is it hard being a dad how do you become a dad like what goes along with that how do you do it and my answer to them always is you don't know you just figure it out as you go along that's what I say so if I can help one of you out there from making uh not making the same mistake I did then I've actually, you know, that's the whole purpose of, of this. So uh, clearly, you know, that was a mistake. Don't make that mistake. Uh, but who knows? Um, I just hopefully it doesn't start dropping the F-bomb and doing heroin. If, as long as that doesn't happen, uh, you know, I think we'll survive on this. But uh, he should be a good kid. So uh, had to pass that along. All right. Let's get to baseball for tonight. Uh, it's a quick little... What, eight gamer, I think, tonight on the slate. So uh, we'll go through these, hit up some pitching, hit up some hitting, and get on out of here. Won't be too long of a podcast. Um, but of course, we want to thank our friends at Fantasy Draft. They are the great sponsor here of this very show. And if you haven't checked them out, please do so. Uh, because of course, Fantasy Draft, they've got uh, player flexibility like no one else infield, outfield, utility, two starting pitchers, which is nice as well. And uh, I can't wait for NFL. Of course, uh, NFL this week, uh, or preseason NFL, they've got it over there on Fantasy Draft. And then the NFL season, they told me, Dan, you're allowed to tease a NFL live final. That's all I got. I don't know where it is. I don't know what it is. But I'm super excited about that because, again, FanDuel and DraftKings have great events, there's no question, but really hard to qualify for them in terms of the buy-in price point for a lot of you know, your, your average players. So uh, I know that Fantasy Draft, they've always kept their rake at a reasonable number. They've got rake-free head-to-heads. They have player block on there. So a lot of things, um, players first has been their mentality over the last two years, and I really hope you check them out. If you haven't made a deposit, go through our links here on Roto Grinders. Promo code Grinders should do you good over there at Fantasy Draft. All right, let's get to pitching for tonight, and uh, we'll see if the weather holds out in Washington. Looking like some uh, some rain out there, but you know, at eight nine p.m., it's only at like 15 percent. So we'll have to double check with Roth on that. But uh, I do think that you know Max Scherzer is going to be your top choice on the day. Uh, I don't have a a line on this game right now, but I'm going to, in my mind, set it at about minus 250 here at home against the Marlins. Chris O'Grady on the mound for Miami. And, uh, you know, we saw Scherzer in his last start versus the Nationals. He was mega chalk that day and got through the first inning, uh, ended up hitting a home run. And I believe it was the first inning, maybe it was the second inning, and uh, came out and threw one pitch in warmups and said, nope. Uh, I'm not going to go out there. I don't think it's too major of a deal. I mean, they were up 6 nothing at that point. I pretty much feel like if that was a playoff game or an important game for them, he probably would have stayed in. Uh, maybe tweak something on that home run, not real sure. But he's back out there, you know, well-rested. Didn't even throw, you know, 20 pitches in that last start. So Scherzer tonight, I'm going to go back to the well. This is that same matchup where he was uber chalk. He's really elite versus right-handers. And, uh, you know, you've got the big bats in Ozuna and Stanton. Real Muto, who's been red hot, kind of neutralizes them a good bit. 
If you're playing FanDuel, you're going to want him in your lineup. If you're on two site, pitcher sites like DraftKings, Fantasy Draft, hard not to make him uh, one of your options. Obviously, we're going to have to find some bats um, or some cheap pitching. The problem is I'm not seeing a whole lot in the world of cheap pitching that I am in love with today You know, on Fantasy Draft and, uh, and DraftKings. Uh, you know, one potential option on the cheap today could be Tim Adelman. He gets the uh, San Diego Padres. The thing is, Adelman's not good, and I hate rostering pitchers who are not good, but he is so cheap at 4600 over there on DK. Fantasy Draft, we get him at uh, a little bit more than I'd probably like to spend at 9K, but that's still really cheap for a pitcher over there. Um, and it's just a, a great matchup for, for Adelman from the hitter's perspective. San Diego's pretty much got nothing going for him um and he's just you know he just gives you everything you want with the bat so I don't think he's out of play tonight if you really need to crap it up he's the guy that I'm probably looking at tonight um but your other options you know you've got Jake Arietta on the road against San Francisco Arietta minus 184 favorite and he's been over 20 DraftKings points in each of his last two starts great ballpark upgrade for him um, Giants don't strike out a whole lot. Arietta hasn't really been a super strikeout pitcher a whole lot. Uh, Matt Moore on the mound for them. I still think he's terrible. I think he pitched well that, no, I don't, I don't think he pitched well that last start. Let me double check that. Um, yeah, four earned runs, like four, three, four, two, five, one, five, three, eight, four, four. Like Matt Moore is not good. And a lot of those starts happening in the best ballpark in baseball. So, you know, Chicago Cubs bats, you're not really looking to play them in San Francisco that much, but Moore is terrible. I think Arietta's in a really good spot to potentially get the W here tonight. It's Do you want to pay the price on him? 11-6 on DraftKings, 9800 over there on FanDuel. You know, I'm looking at some DraftKings lineups here with Arietta and Scherzer, and you can make it happen. It's just you're going to have to punt you know, two to three spots here. And I think some of that's going to determine who's in the lineup tonight. But there's some decent bats here that are like under 3K on DraftKings um, tonight that can potentially get you where you want to be. So we'll talk about those as the night goes on. I think I prefer him over Carlos Martinez. Uh, Martinez on the road here against Kansas City. And, you know, he... So bad in that first inning, uh, but once he gets through that, he usually simmers down a little bit. But this is a lineup that's just going to be too lefty heavy for my liking. He's just struggled versus left-handers. And uh, you you look at uh, Cabrera, Hosmer, Moustakis, uh, Moss, uh, Alex Gordon. You're going to have at least five left-handed bats in this lineup today um, against Carlos Martinez. He opens as a small road favorite here, just minus 118, but an implied run total for the Royals at 4.64 versus the Giants at 3.34. So for me, I think I'm going Arietta as that SP2. Uh, potential other options for you, Irvin Santana against the Brewers. Irv is uh, really risky. You know, last start was fantastic. On the road in San Diego, um, 37 DraftKings points. That's a monster, monster day for him. But uh, he had been, you know, under 20 and one, two, three, four of the five starts before then. Now I will say this against Milwaukee, a team that certainly, you know, has strikeout upside there against this team. At home is a much greater advantage for him. Him being right-handed also, you know, helps things out a good bit. 
But there's some risk there. I think he's absolutely, if you're multi-entering, he's a guy that you want. I don't think he's super cash game playable today. Um, you know, kind of a small favorite, all things considered. Like, if in my mind, uh, I would have probably had him about minus 140 today against Brent Suter and the Brewers, but he's minus 123, so I'm off a little bit on that. Um, so I, I don't see me going there today. JC Ramirez uh, in cash and GPPs. Absolutely. JC Ramirez pitched his brains out in that last start. Won me some good money against Philadelphia that day. Um, he's been adequate, but I can't take pitchers against Baltimore right now. This offense really has been good over the last month. Um, I'll have to check the Fangraphs numbers, but for a while, they had the most home runs in the league over the last month, and I'm, I'm guessing their WOBA and WRC Plus is up there. Another you know, big offensive game for them yesterday. Now, you do have some east to west travel here. I believe this is the first game for them on this West Coast trip, which is something I, I do you know, kind of bring in sometimes when there's a tiebreaker out there. But I just think that um, that offense is a little bit too good, and I'm not as strong of a believer in J.C. Ramirez. I think Philadelphia is that bad. So we've got an implied run total of uh, of nine out there in, in L.A., which is a big number, all things considered here. Uh, that's a ballpark that's, you know, not one that's super conducive to hitting tonight. So I'm kind of on the stay away uh, for both Dylan Bundy on the Baltimore side and Ramirez on the Angels side. Uh, so there you go. I think it's uh, Scherzer, Arietta, probably my top two. Um, kind of staying away from Carmar today. Maybe a little bit of Irvin Santana and and Tim Adelman if you really want to uh, cheap it up there at the bottom. Uh, all right, let's get to the bats. Again, we'll start at the... Catcher spot today, uh, if you're playing, again, fantasy draft, don't worry. You don't have to use a catcher, so uh, that's always a good thing. But if you're playing elsewhere, you might want to take a look at a few of these guys. Uh, Martin Maldonado over on DraftKings. I really like him versus uh, Dylan Bundy today. Pretty cheap um, on FanDuel as well. I think he's 2600 or might even be 2K over on um DraftKings tonight, or on FanDuel tonight. Let me double check. Yeah, 2K crapper. So again, on a day where you're probably spending for pitching, he's a guy that uh, that does pop for me here a good bit. A 274 Woba um, so far this season. It's not anything to get super excited about, but I'm just not a big believer in Dylan Bundy, and I told you that line stands out like a sore thumb. And more than anything is, where's your pay up today that you really want at catcher? You know, um, obviously Contreras has been red hot at the plate today. Um, I don't know if he's going to start. You know, uh, I mean, he's just been, I mean, look at these numbers. 37, 28, 3, 54, 22. So he's been really, really good lately. And uh, 4.9, though, on DraftKings. Uh, I, I just don't see me going there in that ballpark. He did start the day game yesterday, so I don't know if he's going to come back and, and start again today. Potentially could. But I don't really want to go up and get that guy today. That number is is too much for me. Real Muto against Scherzer is an absolute no-go. You know, Posey against Arietta, maybe, but I, I prefer him against lefties here today. So I think that's going to be a pass. Uh, you can maybe make a little bit of a case for Matt Wieters or Cervelli tonight. Uh, Wieters, solid versus left-handers. Uh, here is not you know sample size is really small but uh, 371 woba 233 iso 
for him. And uh, Cervelli against Jordan Zimmerman. Zimmerman just gives up a ton of contact. And uh, I don't think that's the worst spot. But for me, I'm going to punt with a guy like Martin Maldonado tonight. Even a Devin Mezzarocco, I don't hate if he's in the lineup for for a mega cheap price. He is 2K on FanDuel, 2500 on DraftKings. But I'm feeling like that is a punt spot for me. You know, if I'm uh, paying up for pitching, you know, if I'm using Adelman or something like that, and you want to get Contreras and, and play the hot streak at likely low ownership, you could do that today. Uh, moving on to first base, uh, and he is third base also over there on Draft King, DraftKings, and I think he's third base on Draft King, on FanDuel, uh, infield on Fantasy Draft. Luis Valbuena tonight, just way too cheap today, today against Dylan Bundy, who you know has had some struggles versus lefties in his young career, and he's just too cheap at twenty three hundred. Like I feel like he should be way more expensive. Than that, uh, 2300 on FanDuel, 2300 on DraftKings. I mean, this is a guy who was last week against Philadelphia was 4K, 4.3, 3.7, and then now he's 2.3. That's not making a whole lot of sense here for me. So we can get him at multiple positions. And uh, again, LA, I think there's going to be more runs scored in that game than than people believe. So I like him a little bit today on the value side of things. I think your uh, cash game plays, there's a, a couple of them here that we can we can look at. And, you know, if you're playing on Fantasy Draft, who really have corresponding salaries with DraftKings, you might want to consider playing multiple of these guys here today. Uh, Chris, uh, or excuse me, Matt Carpenter tonight against Ian Kennedy uh, at just 3 points. 6K is his number, uh, 3.3 over on FanDuel. Just way too cheap with an ISO over uh, over 2, a Woba 368, and a nice game for him yesterday. Feels just too cheap batting leadoff. Great cash game play for you. Miguel Cabrera got the night off yesterday, and he has not been the Miggy that we've come to know. And the ballpark isn't great for him, but Trevor Williams is certainly a matchup that he can he can take advantage of. And he's just 3.4 over on DK today, so ch- too cheap there. Chris Davis, his bat, like again, his bat is really starting to, to heat up a good bit. And he's under 4K on DraftKings tonight at 3.7. So uh, I like Chris Davis a good bit. Um, I think you look at that game log. Uh, he has been locked in at the plate recently, and uh, and that's a really, really good sign. Uh, and even Josh Bell today against Jordan Zimmerman. I think Pittsburgh stack's going to be sneaky one today. He's 3.9 uh, over there. Looks like 3,300 over on FanDuel tonight. So all these guys um, really standing out to me as as solid, solid plays. You can make the case for a Thames or a, a, a Vado tonight. Um, but those are the names that I'm really looking at playing and, and probably playing multiple of them uh, over there on on Fantasy Draft. A guy like Valbuena for DraftKings, you're probably best to save him for third base and then roster one of those other guys um, over there at, uh, at first. Uh, all right, moving on to second base here today. And uh, could be a pay-up spot for, uh, for Jonathan Scope today at second base against J.C. Ramirez. This guy's really gotten an opportunity to play every day and done a lot with it. 376 Woba, 229 ISO against righties. So he stands out as a top play today. Uh, If you want some value, Caleb Cowart, uh, again, really small sample size, but he's crushed righties this season. Hits at the bottom of the lineup, probably more somebody you're looking in a a, – 
Anaheim stack today, which you can really make happen. You could probably do an Anaheim stack with uh, Arietta and um, and Scherzer tonight because all these guys just feel way too underpriced. Uh, Brian Dozier, uh, big thanks to him. He was uh, part of my big lineup on Friday night, a couple of home runs. And uh, versus a lefty and Suter, uh, I like 418, the Woba versus lefties so far this season. And, you know, Suter, I talked about it his last start where he was really pitching over his head, that there was going to be a time where they got caught up with him. And it did happen his last start. He gave up five earned runs. Strikeout numbers were still fine there, but um, I still think that Minnesota, not in a horrible spot today. It's just so hard to peg these guys. You know, I had Dozier, I had Sano, and I think I had Grossman on that lineup. Um, in figuring out Grossman versus Kepler versus Rosario is just a freaking nightmare. So they're not really a stackable team for me, but certainly a one-off team. Um, and Dozier certainly fits the bill there at second base. Um, obviously got to pay up to get him. But uh, he certainly works there. Uh, let's see. A uh, couple other names. You know, Kinsler. Uh, probably not paying up for him today. A little bit too expensive for me. Maybe on, on FanDuel you can make that work. Um, you know, DeYoung is a shortstop second base eligible player. And I think he's a guy that I'm interested in. His numbers versus righty is really good this season. 345 on the Woba. 253 on that ISO versus righties. So I like him a good bit today, but we're paying a pretty steep price on him. But, um, you know, he's more than scope. But if you're looking to get some Cardinals in your lineup, he's a pretty solid bat that you're going to want to play. Um, and then uh, Javier Baez as well, a guy who just seemingly always crushes lefties. 284 in that ISO for him. So we can get him at second or shortstop. But Cubs are really priced up on DraftKings today. He's in the mid fours. Uh, okay, let's uh, move on to third base here tonight. And again, this could be a value spot for you if you're paying up. Uh, Jed Jerko, Luis Valbuena. Those are the two guys under 3K today. Jerko, we'll see if he bats cleanup at just 2,900 versus Ian Kennedy. That's going to be a tough, tough fade for me if that's the case. Uh, and then at third base, you know, Manny Machado just... This, you know, if there's an MVP for the second half in terms of the numbers he's putting out there, uh, Machado is it. And, you know, kudos to uh, Travis Mangone. He's kind of been on that uh, bandwagon of, you know what, Machado, these numbers are going to normalize. You know, the first half numbers just had, you know, there was positive regression waiting to happen, and boom, it, it's, it's happened this year. So uh, it's hard not to get excited about him in this game against J.C. Ramirez, 4,500. On DraftKings fantasy draft, he's at 88. Uh, so it's not impossible to to make to make work. Again, there's enough guys under 3K, I think. But you know, this guy's just been on fire. Double digits DraftKings points in one, two, three, four, five of his last uh, eight games. And again, sneaky good spot here for Baltimore, as long as they can handle the jet lag. I'm hoping they can handle the jet lag. Uh, all right, um, other third baseman today, I'm, you know, Chris Bryant against the lefty. He's pretty much crushed him this season, 253 uh, ISO, 409, the Woba. Rendon, if he is in the lineup tonight, really good numbers versus lefties. hitting 377 against them, a 361 ISO 511 in the Woba. So 
Uh, he's a guy who will probably fly under the radar today because if you're paying 4,500, I think more people will take a red hot Machado than they will uh, a Jace, uh, a, a uh, Anthony Rendon tonight. Uh, you know, if you're, I, I, I can't get a handle. I mean, it's it's weird because Kansas City. I'm not really on Cmart today, but just I'm not super comfortable taking these lefties from Kansas City, but. I would not take them in cash. I would not do that. Uh, I think if you want to roll GPP um, one-offs today in, and throw a Moustakis in, throw a, a Moss in, you know, throw a Gordon in, you can. But I, I'm probably not stacking that team up in a GPP. Um, but one-offs, you know, again, you're playing in the handedness splits. Uh, but you got value in Jerko, Valbuena, payups out there, Rendon and Machado here tonight. All right, let's get to shortstop. I already talked about a couple guys that uh, I like, Paul DeYoung. Uh, one name, Baez, another name to look at. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Zach Cozart against Chassin. Man, he looks like a really strong play today on DraftKings. 3,400 um, is his salary. What, 396 Woba, 237 ISO. I know he was hurt for a while, but I think he's back. Um, yeah, he's off the disabled list here. So, yeah, he played his first game yesterday so he's underpriced coming off the DL and uh, I really you know Shasin pitched well in that last start he's a guy I just don't think is a great pitcher but Cozart is crushing that handedness so um, yeah nice option there uh, let's see uh, if Wilmer Defoe is leading off today he could be an option uh, if he's at the top of the order probably not playing him if he is at the bottom but Cozart probably going to be your chalk at the position and I'll likely eat it today um, at an underpriced salary uh okay let's get to the outfield and again i talked about some underpriced cardinals and we certainly have one today and steven piscotti uh at just 2.5k today so uh if you're stacking up the cards against ian kennedy he's not a bad option again he's gonna be maybe a little bit popular but um just because if you're paying up for pitching you need value and he stands off the page jim aducci uh been swinging a hot stick the last couple days i'm waiting for you know what's gonna happen as soon as you roster him then he's gonna stop hitting home runs but uh take a shot on him today at 2.8k uh, Gregory Polanco, 3.1 against uh, Jordan Zimmerman. Uh, I like that matchup a good bit for him. Again, Pittsburgh kind of off the radar today and a moderate salary because, you know, it's hard to get Bryce Harper. It's hard to get Mike Trout. You might be able to get one of them, but to get multiples, uh, it's it's going to be, you know, pretty difficult to get those guys in. Uh, let's see. Um, I mean, Scooter Jeanette has really good numbers against righties. But i just not paying 4K for Scooter. I'll probably regret that, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? Uh, I don't hate Billy Hamilton tonight against Chassin as well. 4.4 is expensive. Uh, but uh, against Chassin, who pitches to a lot of contact, uh, I don't hate Billy Hamilton here tonight. Because he gets on, and then you pretty much get your value made. So it's whether or not he can get that hit uh, tonight or not. Uh, let's see a couple other names again, Harper trout. Those guys are fine. Um, not playing Ryan Braun tonight. I'm trying to look at some other guys who are popping off the page here. I think I talked about most of these guys, maybe Ben Zobras 3,600 today against the left. He hasn't played very well this season. So it's hard for me to get too excited about him, but 
Um, feels a little bit underpriced, but he might fit the build a little bit. Uh, Adam Jones as well. He's been better over the last couple of weeks. 3800 is his salary, and, uh, and that pretty much covers the outfielders that uh, I'm looking to play over on DraftKings Fantasy Draft tonight. But uh, there you go. That uh, That's going to do it for our Monday Night Analysis. Quick, easy, to the point, and uh, guess what? You got more of it coming to you later today on Roto Grinders. We've got uh, three hours of Grinders Live, Best Ball at 3.30. Uh, excuse me, not Best Ball, Draft Live. They're going to talk some MLB during that one. We do the Best Ball shows a little bit later in the week. So we've got that tonight um, at... 3.30 this afternoon, and then the Happy Hour Show, sponsored by Fantasy Draft at 4.30, and then our flagship show at 5.30 tonight. So uh, be sure to check those out. If you've got feedback, uh, send it our way. We've got uh, NFL planning happening as we speak. So excited for it. I'm just hoping we've got enough time to get everything done. That's always my worry, but the good thing is, I feel like we've never been this far ahead in planning, so hopefully all this uh, increased time can give you you know, the uh, the top quality content that you're expecting here at Roto-Grinders and, and be on the lookout for an announcement with our premium offering here relatively soon for NFL. That should be a big thing uh, not too far down the road. But uh, as always, thank you for listening and making Roto-Grinders what we are today. Couldn't do it without you guys in the community. If you're ever looking to pay it forward, there's the best things you can do. Uh, whenever you sign up at a new site, go through our links here on Roto-Grinders. Check out our premium. Check out our marketplace. And, uh, and just be active in chat and, and Twitter and everywhere else. And just know that we haven't become what we have without you guys. So thanks so much for listening. Back again tomorrow. Tuesday is going to be a big GPP slate for you. And uh, thanks to Fantasy Draft for their sponsorship. I'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Daily Fantasy Fix. See you, everybody. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.